after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, and Gordon Dale are in the studio. Jim Duffy is at Hamden where he has just witnessed Celtic progress to yet. Another Scottish Cup final It always means a bit more When it's in a derby like this one And it's finished Rangers nil, Celtic 1 Which means your task is very simple Celtic fans How happy are you? Rangers fans How unhappy are you? 0141 951 1025 We're here until 5 o'clock Well Rangers will be kicking themselves They had the opportunity It sat up right in front of them To equalise at a time in the game When they were all over Celtic and Fashion Sakala has had an awful miss And Michael Beale will know the importance of that awful miss He will also know that defensive frailty Let him down badly in the first half And allowed Maeda to cross for Jota To score the winning goal, the only goal So Rangers can have no complaints They created their own downfall by defensive laxity and they did not take the chance that could have brought them right back into the game. That is their fault. Celtic did not play well, and I know that our caller's going to come on and say that's the second or third time that Celtic have not played well against Rangers and won every time. However, Celtic did not play well, but I've rarely seen Ange Postacoglu look as animated as he did at full time. He understands the importance of what has just taken place. Unless there is a Cataclysmic collapse They beat Inverness in the final And win the treble Okay let's go then On the phone lines Matt is a Rangers fan Sum up how you're feeling this evening Matt Oh a bit depressed again But But all stars down to team selection I mean why is Beal Constantly play, playing players That's no way to be here I'll not be here at the end of the season There was a Buffalo on the part of the day But it should have Four pair of boots on his hoofs Because he's non-existent Ryan Kent Non-existent, non-trier. No, I mean, and if, if I was a, a boy at Ibrooks, I'd be chapping the door and saying, "Would Danny today get a chance? Is he scared to get a chance? The league's finished. They had the chance to beat Celtic today. The thing one Smiler, Sakala. I wouldn't call him fast. I call him Smiler because he's always laughing no matter what he does. The Joker, a, a sitter he miss. But totally the day the team selection. I mean, ugh, why play Kent? Why play with him? What's the boy? For Aberdeen When's he going to get The boy right When's he going to get A chance up front Well look A lot of Rangers fans I sure would phone in And say Scott Wright's not the answer either But I think Matt's core point Is a really important one And Jim was there We'll bring him in in a second The the business side Of Morelos and Kent Is one thing The football contribution What a situation It is all round Yeah It's a mess For Rangers Because they once had These valuable Assets that they could have sold on for millions and millions of pounds And who would take a chance? Who would buy any of them if their contracts weren't running down the summer? Nobody on performances like that Now I'm not saying this in hindsight I've said this for a couple of weeks That Morelos I, I look at him I wouldn't start him against Celtic Because Carter Vickers and Starfelt have the easiest afternoon they could against him Because he doesn't win aerial duels with him He doesn't hold the ball up He doesn't run in behind We can't Again I said that Alistair Johnson has the beating of him And today for 45 minutes Kent looked terrified I agree with Matt If I'm sitting on the Rangers bench And I see Ryan Kent churning out performance After performance Like we witnessed for 45 minutes I'd be thinking What do I need to do to get a game? I think especially today Hugh Look, Everyone's experts after the event accept that But we did talk about it before Because there was actually an opportunity here Ryan Kent's been injured He's not even been in the team uh-huh. So he's been injured and out of form Yeah but does still walk back in for a game of this magnitude. Uh, to, to some extent, Rangers uh, deserve what they get with Morelos and Kent because they have indulged Morelos for a long time. He has been a declining talent for a long time. He has nothing left to offer and he must surely now be on his way. Kent uh, was once a terrific talent, good player. That player has vanished. And I think that player has... Uh, his sights set on going back home to England There was a time when Rangers could have had In excess of £20 million for the pair of them They will go for nothing mm. They have no further part to play There is no point in playing them in the team So Matt on the line is correct They have nothing left to offer Rangers And to play them is to draw attention to yourself And allow people like Matt to say Play them for what reason? Mm. 
uh, Jim Duffy, Michael Beale might tell us that the injury to Ryan Kent carried over and that's why he came off at half time. We will find out. Um, but it's, it's it's tough to make a positive case for them. I mean, he's well entitled, I'm sure, to say he still felt they gave him the best chance of winning the game, but now we know that wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean, again, I have a wee bit of sympathy for Morelis, and the reason I say that is because I, I do think he's isolated enough a lot, and he's not, it's exactly what Matt said, he's not got blistering pace, he's not going to, you know, physically, uh, you know, manhandle uh, Carter Vickers in particular and Starfield. So he needs support, he needs balls in the box, he, you know, he, he, he needs creativity around about him, or runners. I think it was better in the second half, not just him, but Rangers in particular, because they had two up top and they squeezed Celtic and they, you know, they, they had a gamble. And I think over the piece when when um, you know Morelos has had, had support, he's, he's obviously listening. His, his, his goal record for Rangers is still very very good. But who's the alternative? Who's going to score goals? Sakala's not going to score goals for you. Matondo's not going to score goals. They don't have a Kolac is injured. So you know you you have to you have to be understanding aware Rangers are at this moment in time. That's what I said at the end of the game. You know there's going to be a big challenge this summer. And even if you've got multi millions, it's very difficult to find natural goal scorers. You, you know that that um, you know you can bring to your club. Um, but you you have to chip in goals from other areas, and I think that's more a concern for Rangers. Listen, they've got a couple of young talented players: Zach Lovelace, Adam Devine, we saw earlier on, Lee and King, we saw at the start of the season. And and I think those players have to start to get integrated more into the game because as Matt said you know you're not you've almost came to a ceiling with the current players they've got so why not throw a few of the younger boys in amongst uh, that squad yep. as well as freshen up so yeah I think there has to be changes but take the whole, the whole game as a, as a sorry the game as a whole you know Celtic had that wee bit extra quality when it came to the finishing but Rangers did play well for the vast majority but as you said Gordon but it's another defeat And yeah. when it comes to the semi-final It's all about getting into the final It's not about the performance Thank you Matt Matt's not happy with Ryan Kent Alfredo Morelos What do you think? Get your calls in We'll speak next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line I don't think the dust ever settles on these fixtures But Hamden is certainly quieter Than it was even the Celtic end is emptying After seeing their team progress to another Scottish Cup final This time by beating Rangers With a goal to nil Jota Heading home in the first half to separate the sides So let's go back to the phones with Thomas Who's on the line As a Rangers fan, Thomas, how much does that one sting? It stings a lot But what it does is it just shows up how far behind we are I mean, take, a, take aside the ridiculous goals that Rangers have lost time and again this season, um, where we always need to score at least two goals to get a draw. Then um, you're looking at the team in the park. Now, we need at least nine players in, and nine quality players in. Now, there is no money in the bank to subsidise the quality of players that we need to start. Um, you're looking at the almost chaotic state of the board just now with resignation after resignation. Um, the player trading model um, that the board have sanctioned, basically allowing Morelis and Kent, when last season a park came out and said that the money Morelis was demanding was far too much, that should have been the, the trigger to get him sent for some money back then. So now, we've, as uh, Hugh said, we're, we're down £20 million on those two players. Uh, I think we're going to be trailing Celtic for five years because that's where Rangers are at fault. When you look at where Celtic are now, they're going to go into the Champions League. They've got a good financial base um, and they can sanction players. They'll put their trust in Ange. And I think for the next couple of years anyway, Celtic will get stronger and we'll be struggling just to just to tread water. And this, Hugh, is where we go quickly from today, yep. 90 minutes, fine margins or whatever, to the big picture. If you had arrived from another planet, didn't know anything about these two and you watched that game... You'd be listening to Thomas's call and thinking, oh, you know, Tavernier hits the post and Sakala misses a sitter. What do you mean you're trailing for years and that there's yeah. a big gulf? But but when you do zoom out a bit and, and take a lot into it, the head-to-head record this season, the points gap in the league, contractual situation of players, you, you can all, you can see where Thomas is coming from. I only disagree with Thomas in one regard, and that's to put a time limit on things. You know, you can't look five years ahead in this city. Yeah. You know, the Celtic fans looked ahead and then one morning they woke up and Brendan yeah. Rodgers was in Leicester. Football's always a cycle, isn't it? Yeah. And you can't so, really tell how long it lasts. What I will say is that Ange Postacoglu's demeanour today is that of a man who's going nowhere. 
He is loving what's going on at Celtic Park And he will be there next season Will it be his last? Time will tell But The situation with regard to Rangers and finance Is important And Thomas is right to highlight that uh, I think today And I know he got an injury and had to go off And that maybe the last time he'll play this season Whether he comes back to play for Rangers or not Again remains to be seen I'm not sure you take £5 million mm. Out of your budget And I don't know the size of that budget but I don't think you take five million pounds out of it to, to buy Malik Tillman. Um, he's young; he may blossom into a, a terrific player. But right now, Rangers need to transform the personnel, and I'm not sure that mm. Thomas would look uh, at Kieran Dowell, for example, uh, who has apparently agreed to yep. sign for Rangers. I don't know if Kieran Dowell is of a caliber. That uh, would excite Thomas But he is correct In saying that Rangers need A big overhaul mm. In personnel Just to update you It's just been said On the television coverage That Cameron Carter Vickers Won't play again this season There was that Remember there was that yeah. sort of rumour A couple of weeks ago So that was his last game Of the season Celtic feel That they can Wrap up the league Because they're very close And they can Win the Scottish Cup Against Inverness Without him So just something to To bring you up to speed on Yeah I mean Jim what do you make of Tom? Because Thomas is very down about this gap And like I say This comes after a game that was 1-0 And Rangers easily maybe could have got something from But you also can't keep saying that every time they meet Yeah yeah, I mean, again, you know, you, you know, it's deja vu, isn't it? You know, you, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, what might have happened. Rangers have to have better quality in the final third. That that's the bottom line, uh, and and that they've struggled for that, you know, for for large parts of the the major games, the important games, and they've they've switched off defensively too many times, as Thomas has said. But in terms of the structure of the club, I mean, obviously with Ross Wilson leaving, there's a lot of debate whether you know the recruitment was right or not. But yeah, I think even a couple of years ago, they, they you know they kind of they didn't quite say they would copy Celtic's, um, you, you know, kind of um, trading uh, of, of how the recruitment. But they did mention that the fact that you know it was something that they had to improve upon and, and find find players, develop them, and then and then move them on for for for, for um, you know a, a bigger fee. And I, I still think that's very, very important, not just for Rangers, for all, for all clubs, and particularly in Scotland, you, you've got to try and do that. I mean, obviously, McCrory, I mean, they may get a, a bit of money back for that if that happens to, to Bristol from Aberdeen. But, you know, those type of things have to have to be done over a, a concerted period of time. And at the same time, when you're at a club at Rangers, having a club who can compete at this moment with Celtic, and that is the big difficulty, because as Thomas says, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch in terms of finance, Celtic are much, much stronger. And you, you just mentioned the likes of, they can afford somebody like Carter Vickers not to play because they've got that much of a cushion um, for, in the league and, and, and bring in somebody like Kobayashi, who, again, you know, you would like to think, you know, or, or could think that further down the line, left side, the centre back, that physical, physicality, and uh, you know, he could develop into something that, that Celtic might, in a, a couple of years' time, fail for a, uh, sell for a significant fee. So yeah, I think, I think with Thomas, he's looking as a fan at the overall picture of Rangers and not just judging on the ninety minutes today. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty pessimistic about the future, Thomas. I mean, uh, I am. I'm very pessimistic, and I take Hugh's point. I mean, we looked strong uh, when we won nine in a row, and then Finn Janssen came in and put a stop to that, uh, in the same way, Angie. But these are changed days, and, you know, when uh, Finn Janssen came in the following season, Rangers could go out and get Dick Adricat and bring in quality players from Holland. We can't do that this time. Um, So at best, we're going to be treading water. There's such a big overhaul needed. I mean, of the ones who started today, Cantwell, Raskin, Goldson, and Tav are the only ones that I can that I would happily keep. I know we'll have to keep others because we can't afford to just uh, the wholesale changes. They're the only four that deserve a Rangers jersey next year. And going forward, uh, although I hold McGregor in no way responsible for today or for recent events, we've got to start, as some were saying, bring in Ross McCrory, see what he can do. Um, the boy Laurie, lovely. You know, we've nothing to play for now. So we're as well seeing what we've got on our books that have not been tried and tested yet. And then we can see how far we have to go in terms of bringing in players. Just quickly, to go from big picture to details today, Thomas, how would you sum up what you witnessed from your team at the goal? It's deja vu. Absolute deja vu. How many times this season have we listened to Super Scoreboard and heard the commentators say, again, Rangers have got to come back from a goal down. 
We've got it's the same thing. It's see if, if it's a twenty-five yard rocket or a really well worked goal. There's no answer to that. But Rangers have gifted Celtic and other teams how many goals this season that they did they have to. You know that you look at fine margins. Uh, the mistake that led to the goal is Sakala's miss. You know, put them the other way around. We win one nothing, and that's what it's all about. You know, taking your chances and preventing chances, and it's just. It's deja vu. It's happening time and time and time again. Yeah. So you wonder what's happening in the training field. In terms of seeing both boxes, you. Yeah, in terms of this fixture, Rangers Celtic, Celtic Rangers, it's almost formulaic now. Barisic makes a mistake, goes to sleep, Celtic score. Uh, and it's happened so often in this particular fixture this season. And at the goal today, there's no other word for it. Rangers' reaction when the ball is free and Maeda is alert, gets it, crosses it, Jota scores. The defensive reaction is laughable. Laughable, says Hugh Keevans. I suspect you Rangers fans were not laughing, so maybe you've got another word that would sum it up for us. 0141-951-1025. Give us a call. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the building and Jim Duffy still at the National Stadium are looking forward to hearing from Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale hopefully not too far away uh, and hopefully you enjoy what they've got to say uh, or at least find it insightful in some way let's go back to the phones and see what Billy has for us Billy's in Springburn Rangers fan Billy, how do you feel tonight? I got it for the same old, same old Michael Beale go McKen again. Uh, I don't know why he's playing him. I just don't honestly why he plays him. He doesn't know his best eleven. He sets his stall at the end of the game. He brings Hadji on. It's mean he's, I mean he's, he's not actually the fastest player in the world. I mean either. And you might think somebody's an impact player at the end. And that's for the defence. The defence is a joke, quite honestly. I mean it's the same old, same old, same again. Can't defend. Simple ball. Go to sleep. I just don't understand what uh, Bill's actually doing in there. He's actually done nothing for us since he's came here. Who do you blame for the first, well, for the only goal, Billy? It didn't know me to any better, put it that way. Billy, sorry, I maybe it broke up a bit. Who, who do you blame for the first goal, or the only goal? Uh, uh, the defence, the whole defence. All of them. Aye, everyone. I mean, Jim Duffy, um, you knew, you know a thing or two about defending and you've seen it back a good number of times now. Take us through it, sum up, the, because it is the moment that wins the game. Yeah, I mean, it's completely naive defending. I think that's the first thing, you know. I mean, it's no surprise that how Celtic play and Rangers know that. You know, as I said, you don't need to be forewarned by your manager, your coach, that if there's a free kick running about the box or anywhere on the pitch actually in the halfway line, anywhere Celtic's going to try and take it quickly because they don't really load the big guys up, they take things quick, they try to move the ball quickly, so that's exactly what happened, the free kick, Carl McGregor, hand on the ball, takes it, I think initially it was Ryan Kent that kind of switched off and then the ball goes to Ariola, he comes inside, there's a block off, Rangers players, I don't know why they actually can all stop because I thought it might have been a free kick, but it would have been a free kick to Celtic anyway. But they all stopped. The one player that didn't stop was Maida, who you know is not going to stop. He's perpetual motion. He gets to the ball first, stands up, and then I was actually looking at the replays as, as, as I'm sitting during the break there, um, Gordon, and James Stafford doesn't actually even glance to see where Jota's uh, coming from. He comes in the blind side, doesn't come across him. He comes round the back of him uh, in the blind side, and he's got he's got no idea. So, the, I mean, Billy's right. The whole Rangers defence has to take responsibility. That it's not one player. You know, it's all of the players. They're, they're not they're not alert. They're not switched on. They're not on their toes. Um, you know, all the things you would expect. Def- good defenders to be but particularly against Celtic when you know the way Celtic play and listen we always say terrific sharpness from Celtic and anticipation from, from Jota but you know that I think Michael Beale will, you know will be, he'll be tearing his hair out because it is such naive defending at that level Hugh called it laughable Gordon and Jim's right if you, if you trace it back to the origin of the move it's the free kick and how many times have you seen it from Celtic the hand goes on the ball and they play Rangers have got that wrong in the past but it felt it felt like this was a new layer of calamity mm-hmm. because it's one thing switching off from the free kick but they then somehow managed to completely switch off from open play they're acting as if the ball's gone dead when it hasn't Yeah and it wasn't just one individual it seemed to be everybody 
in the back four especially. I do agree with Jim. I think Tavernier as a captain and defender has got to know where Jota is. I take nothing away from Maida's cross. I think it is top drawer. It's brilliant. But Rangers as a defence were all over the place at that time, Gordon. And when you are playing in such a an important game, or any game, you cannot afford to give Celtic those chances because the one thing you know that they've got in their locker is they'll punish you. They've got quality strikers, just, and that's what happened. Just to address another point that Billy made with regard to Kent and Morelos, when Michael Beale speaks of transfer targets, he always makes the point that he wants to go and meet the person. He wants to see them face to face, and then he can tell whether he's sold on them or not. How do you look at Morelos and Kent on a daily basis and think, yeah, they'll do for me? They they, they look as if they're uh, fed up being at Rangers, fed up being in Scotland. They get on the park and they play like people who are fed up. So when he looks at them, how does he arrive at the, the only conclusion? Thing, the only thing I'd say, Hugh, I don't know, Jim managed, and obviously Mark's been in the game as well, management. I don't blame uh, Michael Beale for... He's starting 11. I would have probably went with Kent Morales as well. Did Rangers look better when they come off? Yes, because I, I said in comments, I thought I, Kent frustrates the life out of me. You can have to make sure it works though then, don't you? Because yeah. like we said, there, there's actually, there's even, there's an out there with Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent has been injured. He's mm. not played the last two games. Yeah, but I'm even fed up seeing it myself, Gordon. So I think a lot of Rangers fans are fed up seeing it. Um, but Rangers and people will say Well we looked better and sharper When Kent Morelis was off the pitch Of course they did Because they threw everything at Celtic It was a one-off It was a cup game They had to They were going out the, the cup anyway But I do think it's end of road now I think it's a mm. massive summer for Michael Beale Are there any positives in there Billy By the fact that the scoreline generally is pretty close. You know, it's one nil and three two and two one. Now I, I know, I know the second in this city and all that stuff. So I get it. But it, does it does it feel like you're getting closer at all? Same the day, it's results. I'm, I'm not interested in how well or how badly they'll play. Three in the cup, you might go through. Didn't matter your hooker right through, you might go through. And doesn't matter what you do. And then the day, it's his eleven players out there. Ken and all this. It's his eleven players. He put him out there before other guys when he's no, he's done nothing. He's not looked interested until Jenner's left. When Jenner went away, he put his, he put his bags in his box and ready and headed down the, ready down the road. And he still would put him before any other player on that team. Bill needs to be accountable. He's a manager. he got an Aberdeen manager that's changed an Aberdeen team. I've seen Aberdeen are great. The better Rangers fair do as we get it. But he, they look like they're improving. We don't, we're not improved. We're winning nothing this season. So how have we improved? Uh, Jim Duffy. Yeah, I mean, listen. I like, like, I always respect the fact that the fact is that fans see their team every week, you know, and uh, therefore they will look and decide whether they think there's been improvement or not. Um, you know, but I, I do think that there has to be, you know, a real, a real change in the summer. I agree with the the, the callers that there has to, has to be significant improvement, not just in you know three or four areas, but in the whole squad because. You know what, what they have at this moment in time is proven it's not been good enough. As you say, if you're a team like Rangers and you don't want a trophy, then you, you put yourself under pressure as a manager, as a as a group of players. Uh, and but they, ha- they have to they have to change that. He did change the shape at half time as well. You know, Damon, I know Kent came off, but he did change it. He definitely went to a diamond as far as I was concerned, looking from up here anyway. And that gave them um, you know more dominance in midfield, and also gave them you know as I said, help help Morelos a little bit. Uh, and we know Sakala's a little bit. You know, let, let, let's be honest here. If you if you're a Rangers supporter and you're looking at next season and your front line has still got Sakala, Matondo, Scott Wright, you know, um, you know Kolach if he's still there or whatever it happens to be, then you, you know you're you're not going to strike the fear into Celtic with with those players. You need to improve that and find some way of. You know, financing um, a better level of player to come in. Um, you know, you've still got the likes of Scott Arfield coming on and, and Hadji coming on, who's not played for a long time. Glenn Kamara's still there. You know, there, there, there has to be a significant... And, and whether they can do that in another transfer window, no, I would severely doubt. I don't think they have the money to do that, Rangers. So that that's going to take time. And as Billy said, you know, you don't really get time, it's about results. And while you're trying to build something, you have to win trophies if you're the Rangers manager. And maybe that, that does sum it up, Mark, the difference if Jim's rhyming off the attacking options. Kyogo, Jota 
and Abada have 10 goals against Celtic between them this season. Rangers. Yeah, against, against Rangers, Rangers yeah. sorry. Yeah, effective in the final third. Big players taking the, the big chances in the on the big stage. Um, that's the difference. At both ends of the pitch, well, listen, let's be honest, all over the pitch, Celtic and each department are miles ahead of Rangers. Now, if that boils down to a 1-0, people say, how are the miles apart? Because it was only 1-0. If you take Celtic's front line compared to Rangers' front line, miles ahead. You take their midfield. Cantwell was decent the second half today, but for me, miles ahead. And if you take their back line, miles ahead as well. And that's that's the problem Rangers face. Personnel, Jim Wright, needs to change, and not just in small scale, big scale. Because there's too many players there who, one, have been at the club too long, and have grown stale And two Who've came to the club And been totally ineffective And even the Rangers managers Left them out for large periods But when it comes to the big game today Like guys like Matondo You turn to him and think mm. Can you get us out of hole And it's miles away See from where, where Rangers slightly, want to be sorry, sorry go on See where it slightly failed for me With, with Michael Beale And I'm not here saying Michael Beale Should uh, get sacked with Rangers I think there's a big summer Coming up for Michael Beale Michael Beale was brought in because he knew these players as well. So every Rangers fan thought, he'll get a tune out of Morelos. He'll get a tune out of Kent. Look at Kamara as well. So the the idea of him bringing them in with players that was already there, the players he already knew to get them sharper, a tune out them, to get them to the end mm. of the season, that's failed. That's yeah. not worked. Kamara's not even on the pitch today. Individually, certainly. Do you know what, it's an interesting one though because of the... You'll never be able to put your finger on exactly one factor like that. That's the beauty of debating these things in football. Though I do wonder if there is a scenario where these players are so far off the players that Celtic have got, and actually Michael Beale's managed to set them up in a way that they're losing games by the odd goal. Whereas if Michael Beale had done a, a worse job, if you like, it's within these two squads that Celtic win them three and four. I'm not trying to say hats off Michael Beale for getting it to within one goal, but but maybe. Maybe he's squeezing the, the most out of what he's got. Uh, on evidence of the players that I mentioned, I would probably say no. Um, did, maybe that's just where they are now, though. You yeah, know? I, look, I, I think that uh, he takes a bit of credit this afternoon because I think Jim said it and we all touched on it. At half-time, whether Kent was injured or not, it didn't really matter. He decided to go with that change. Jim's seen it from a great point of view. Advantage at Hamden They're saying it went to a diamond Two up top It seemed to work better But it goes back to the old story again And Rangers fans are coming on here And their droves and saying it as well Look I don't want to hear about We've nearly done this we nearly... Cup semi-finals are all about winning And it's plain and simple Celtic know how to win And they're in the final With a great opportunity to treble I think it's very much a case of Back to the drawing board here Rangers have to Well this season mm. Is literally A write off So They have to establish Kent and Morelos What are you going to do With a pair of them They have to remember That Hadji Came back today Hadji is a player uh, Tom Lawrence Has been out for a long time But he'll come back He's a decent player um, Buys will be made uh, They have to strip this Right back to the bare bones And establish who is of any use to them And who's better off Out of the place now Well word reaching me from Hamden Is there There are interesting answers On many of those points That you just made oh. So you'll hear from Michael Beale on them Not too far away Thanks to Billy What about Alan As a Rangers fan Alan How do you sum it up? Oh In, in one word Absolutely woeful They were Absolutely shocking there Once again The defence Totally switched off I, I cannot believe You play to the whistle there was no whistle. Rangers plays. Everybody stopped. Why? I don't know. And fair play to Celtic. They took advantage and they scored. And uh, I thought we played a lot better in the second half. We had plenty of chances to score there, hit the post, crossbar. But at the end of the day, if you don't score goals, you don't win games. And uh, even though we're saying that we just get beat by one goal, it doesn't matter. It's a defeat. At the end of the day, we're beaten again. And that's a, a woeful season gone again. Uh, I've just paid for my season ticket there during the week. But sometimes you kind of wonder. I, I love my team, but and I'll still go back to see them. 
but it's massive, massive changes have got to be done during the summer there. And Beale's got a big, big job ahead of him there. And that's guaranteed. Is that we can't afford... See, when you think about it, the money that was made in the European run we had, we got to the final. Where's it all gone? Have we paid, had to pay back bills that we owed? It just makes you wonder, all that money have made there. And look at us, we are just, you know, we're so far behind Celtic. And it's a lot to catch up. And it's hard for me to admit it. Uh, because they're my rival team. But at the end of the day, they've got a lot of better players. And as you said, each part, the forward line, the midfield, at the back, eh, they've got it all covered. And see, today, I, I don't understand. Every time Celtic seem to have a, a player spare everywhere, and they seem to know where they are, we lost out and all that. I just, I, I'm quite mystified and quite gutted today. Totally gutted. Season's mm. gone. Yeah, but, well, that's it. So Alan's talking about, you know, next season, season ticket, but... You still need to somehow get through the next couple of weeks, Hugh. And the season is over. It's completely over. Yeah. And it's Rangers are five in May yet. Five games to play. Um, Michael Bill could afford to get radical. If it's Alec Lowry or uh, Adam Devine or Bailey Rice, even though he's 16 years old, do something. Do something to keep the fans' interest. I mean, we'll go back to this whole scenario in a fortnight's time. When Celtic go to Ibrooks, uh, you know, by that time Celtic may be officially champions, uh, and you know, th- there's there's no point in overthinking the next Celtic game. Uh, you know, you you've got five games in which to do something to show the Rangers supporters that you're mm-hmm. active, you're thinking about young guys, you're going to try something because. As Alan on the line said That the season's over Use it wisely The time that you have left Everyone's jumping You know To the, the future And the summer mm. And the rebuild Because of, Because of that Gordon They go hand in hand The season is over That's what was Today for Rangers Was about Rescuing something or Prolonging something For the season That's done Yeah uh, It's going to be A long f- uh, Five weeks for The Rangers players And the, the supporters Um I don't know what they do. Look, I'll go back to the old saying, well, get the young kids in there, show what was coming through. Um, I don't know if that's the way forward for Rangers just now because they've still got important games. They've got Aberdeen. Then, once again, you'll get Celtic coming and we know how important he's at because it'll be back to the same. But no one will hold it against Michael Buell though then. That's the difference, isn't it? If If you try and give people a chance and you try and freshen it up and you try and look to the future you'll not get anywhere near the same level of stick if you don't get results in those games I th- now I think I think the one position they'll have to try is a goalkeeping position McCrory's been we've had calls here about why don't we give McCrory a chance we know McGregor's come obviously come to the end of his Rangers career um, he needs to look forward do we know if the boy's good enough for next season o- obviously he's linked with a goalkeeper just now um, it's going to be a real interesting mm. last few weeks for Rangers supporters. I wonder how many are going to keep tuned in, or are they just going to switch off to next season? I hope you're not talking about the show. I hope you mean generally. With generally team. going yeah, along, yeah, and watching, stay yeah. tuning in here if you can. Uh, Alan, what about the miss from Sakala? Is that as bad at one end as the the goal conceded was at the other? Well, I, I was just waiting for coming back with you uh, when we talked about the the chances I had there, Sakala. I, honestly, I, I just cannot believe uh, the miss he had remember do you remember Van Vossen mm-hmm. the miss at Parkhead when he absolutely yep. Gordon, you're, not, that, Gordon you're not having it as bad as that no no, no Alan I, I know you'll be disappointed and I said that Sakala should hit the back in it but I don't think it's just in that that same Bracket. category but, yeah. but on, on a serious note Jim it, it did, he's hit the side netting in a similar chance at Hamden earlier this season this is not all about berating Fashion Sakala But I gave you the goal stats earlier on Celtic Three of their Recognised front players Have got ten In this fixture Between them Just the quality In both boxes Yeah I mean that, that, That's that's what's got to be Clinical and uh, And composure In the vital moments The key moments There's always tension in games And you know These particular game Semi-finals Are notoriously tense So that's when you need That wee bit of composure At the vital moment And unfortunately 
um, you know that that was lacking for for Fashion Sakala in that in that particular in, uh, instant, uh, instance. But you know that's that's the you know that that's you'll have a die baby you're a striker. Listen, there's top strikers all the world miss 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 goals, but but the fact is that the general tally is, is high enough that you can forgive them when that happens. Whereas as Rangers don't have enough chipping in with goals. I mean, I don't I don't know how many their midfield players have scored, but I, I would imagine very very few their wide players haven't uh, got enough goals. So yeah, I mean, if you, you need to be in, 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 in particularly in these type of games. Absolutely clinical. The only thing I would say from a Rangers perspective in terms of the next goal for him game, Celtic will be without Alistair Johnson and Carter Vickers. So that would be a, a huge boost if you actually looked at the team lines and no matter who they bring in, we know they're strong in the squad, but Carter Vickers get man of the match again today. You know, he's been absolutely immense. So, you know, Celtic won't be at their very strongest. So if I know I know it's you know, it won't make a significant difference or any real difference to, to what happens at the end of the season. But I think from a Rangers perspective and Michael Beale, if he can manage to get a victory in that game, at least, you know, it gives his you know, gives takes that, that kind of weight off his shoulders a little bit in terms of um his direct competition with that Ange Postacoglu. And Mark, in, in many ways, the fashion Sakala, that the miss sums up a real predicament for Rangers because to be fair to Fashion Sakala, he looks more dangerous than some of his colleagues. And he gives Celtic something to think about And he's rattled them on a few occasions But is that level of finishing What can seriously take Rangers to that next level To compete with Celtic yeah, It's yeah, like a catch-22 yeah. yeah, isn't it? of course Because he is dangerous If I'm playing against him You know You know you're in for a difficult afternoon With his blistering pace And he can take up good positions But it's the bit that lacks from his game Finesse So erratic Once he gets into good positions Good crossing positions Quite often cross it out the pitch when he gets into some good shooting positions So today he put one out for a throw-in And then the worst of all is, is the miss I would say if that's a Morelos Or if that is a Ryan Kent That's a bit that I believe those two would put away But the rest of his game I think He was better than Kent and better than Morelos Apart from the miss mm, Thank you very much to Alan Jim Duffy I think we'll let you go from Hamden as well You've been there for quite some time Hope you enjoyed it no, listen, it was great. I mean, it's just Gordon that was saying, the game was non-stop. It actually flew by in a millisecond, really. You know, these games are invariably played at 100 miles an hour. Uh, but, it, yeah, I thought it was a terrific game and, uh, you know, well handled by the, the you know the substitute referee. We forgot to mention him, actually, Don Robertson. And, yeah, there's always one or two controversial moments. But over the piece, I thought he handled the game pretty well. So, yeah, um, you know... All, all looking forward to the cup final now, and I have to say, congratulate my old pal Billy Dodds. What a fantastic, um, you know, uh, job he's done getting getting Inverness Caledonia Thistle to the cup final, and it just shows you how things can change. They were actually out the competition, Gordon, and then yeah. and then get back in by default, but managed to take advantage of that. So, listen, the whole Inverness are sure will empty out um, in, in June the third, uh, but Celtic will be massive favourites to win the the, the the trophy and also clinch a treble. So, yeah, look forward to it when it comes around. But yeah, thoroughly enjoy today mate thank you very much to Jim Duffy Rangers fans I think you're going to be very interested in what Michael Beale has to say here he touches on a number of important topics about today and the future and let's be honest you know the way Glasgow works Celtic fans you'll probably be interested in your own way as well so we'll hear from both managers next it's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 it's that stage after the big game Where we start hearing from the managers You can pour over everything they have to say You can pull them up on things you don't agree with And praise them for the things that you do There's a lot from Michael Beale This first one I'm going to play you about the game More specifically And the mistakes that were made And so on So Rangers fans listen carefully and Let us know if you agree or disagree with it And you know the way this rivalry works Celtic fans I'm sure you'll want to tune in And pick them up On things you don't agree with as well Bitterly disappointed. Fine margins will generally decide big games and I think we've made a, an error again in, in a moment and conceded a goal and the game's been very harsh on us, I thought, second half. We took the game to Celtic, we had big moments and we haven't executed. So in big games, you can't have sort of the amount of play that we had and the opportunities we had and, and make a mistake and get away with it. We always felt that we could carry a threat and in the second half we came out, we made a lot of good running in the game but again we're missing big chances similar to the cup final here uh, in the second half. Again we've, we've missed big chances today and, and so for the players it's 
when you're giving them feedback, well, what do you want in the game? You want opportunities in, in, in their end. You want possession of the ball. You want to be able to take the game to them. All that happened today. And if you get the opportunity and you don't take it and, and you make an error, then you're going to fall short against a good team. And out there today against the two teams, both teams went head to head. And, and ultimately, we had moments in the game to win this game. We have in the previous games against Celtic as well when we've fallen short. And you think, like, it's happened in a lot of the big games this year for the club. Uh, no one's meaning to make mistakes, but in the big moments, we have done. We throw them big words out, mentality and character and things like that. We've switched off. Like, two or three players have switched off. It's, they know they're in there, they're kicking themselves. It's a big moment in their careers. It's a costly moment for all of us as a football club. No one went out there to switch off. We did. It was clear two or three did. And they score. And fair play to them in that moment. They're alive, we're not. The big sigh at the end there maybe sums it up, yeah. Hugh Evans. Well, all unarguable. Every word they said, accurate, to the point, succinct, and all unarguable. When the opportunities arose, didn't take them. When the opportunity to defend arose, didn't react. And therefore became the architects of their own downfall because they were better than Celtic for long periods in the game. And lost the match It's becoming a formula Yeah you have to agree with a lot What he says there The only thing I would disagree with Is he had chances to win the game I don't believe that they did They had the, the chance to pull level With Tavernier and then Sakala's miss It all fell in that same passage of play Other than that Yes he's right They had they had a lot of possession In the second half And they took the game to Celtic I have to agree with that But again Didn't really create anything Cutting edge that you thought Wow Joe Hart is hanging on here So I think Michael Beale has to take credit For the way he shaped the team up In the second half To, to change the, the way the game was flown But I think he equally has to Take criticism For the way he put his team out in the first half Because he made the mistake And tried to trust Morelos and Kent That falls at the manager's door But he takes credit for how he realised that that was a mistake and changed things and got a better outcome, mm. albeit the same result. He's, you know, he's talking there. Gordon keeps switching off in big games, like, mm. and he, he's right. No one means it. So, what do you do? Get, do you get guys that don't switch off in big games? Yeah, well, that's what you need to do. Yeah, as a manager, you get frustrated that you're probably coming out and you're hearing yourself saying the same things because he said that after Celtic Park, all mistakes switched off. That's what happened today. We kept saying. Up until this afternoon He has to find a, a way to beat Celtic um, He's not found that way And if he doesn't find a way to beat Celtic At Ibrooks Park He goes into next season Under severe pressure Because as much as people can look at the positives And I think there'll be a few fans Looking at negatives with them If you're a Rangers manager You have got to beat Celtic You can't just keep going along Saying the same things Doing the same things all the time I think it's only fair for Michael Beale to get a summer transfer and bring in his new players, see what he's got, but he's got to kick on from there. Just now, for me, it's the same old, same old. The argument the Celtic fans will come on me and say, do you know what? Once again, we weren't at our best. You still can't beat us. Mm, let's bring in Barry in the West End. How would you sum it up, Barry? Yeah, for the play, absolutely atrocious that first half of the game. It's... Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a game that I just can't understand the formation that they came out with on that. Um, they, they just put themselves under so much pressure for that entire first half. Any throw and any shutdown of the ball that can't well made or anything like that, they get that wee advantage and then end up passing the back and chasing their tail and try to play over the back when nobody can help them going forward. Morelos should never get a game in that park again with Rangers. He's so far out of position, doesn't he try, lazy. He never had one shot on goal for the entire first half, and that's your main man at Ibrooks. Now, a couple of times as well, he's so far out of possession, he's causing people like Cantwell and Lindstrom, when they do get the ball and looking to pass it through, they're having to hesitate and second guess because he's not where he should be. I think the topic of Morelos and Kent has become a bore now. They have nothing left to offer. Barry is correct. They have nothing left to offer Rangers. So, when... Michael Beale is in this reflective frame of mind He will know that as well yeah. We're going to actually hear from Michael Beale on the future What about the, the recent past? How was he today? 
Alfredo Morelos Morelos I mean Barry's very critical um, Yeah I'd agree with Barry Because if Beal believes that This this next game is the one we can get something out Then he's once again badly letting His manager, the fans and his teammates down Because What did he actually achieve mm. in the game? The only time I can remember him doing anything Is when he fouls Carter Vickers When I says he's every right to Go in to that area and try and win it And he goes through Carter Vickers That's the only real thing I can think about him in the game Contributing The only different argument you can give And I, I think Jim made it from Hamden um, He doesn't get that service he requires But even when he does get the service Carter mm. Vickers bosses him as a centre half Because he also used to make his own Yeah Play he, didn't he? he didn't He's never had You know he's never been this Like He's not Six yard predator Who you rely You know he, That but, was the whole, That was the good thing About him previously Yeah but He always said Well you know The centre half Will know he's in a game And he'll back into him And he'll fight him And he'll butt for that battle Even if he's not playing well He's not doing that but Car- when you Car- say Carter Vickers It's like Johnson On the other side And I totally agree 100% it, Kent to me Doesn't want to play Against Johnson Johnson's got the making Of Kent All day Every time Kent seems to get the ball, it's, oh, get it away very quick because I know Alistair Johnson's come to close me down. I think Morellis, and, and when you look at Carter Vickers, exact same. There's only one winner there, and it's the players in the green white hoops. But when the argument is it doesn't get the service, again, I would disagree with that a bit. When you count the amount of crosses James Tavernier and Barisic mm. and Yilmaz when they come on, put into the box, and who was the first contact? Carter Vickers and Starfield. Now, I'm not saying he's going to win them all. But I can't remember many times that Morelos made a dart across him to get the first contact on there. I mean, Hadji was probably the closest one, the one that Carter Vickers just took. Morelos was never in that mm. area. And that must be a dream for a centre-half. So, I mean, that. B- Barry, I've seen some tweets saying that despite all that, it was a mistake to take Morelos off because if you're crossing the ball in and you, you need your, your your strikers in there, but you, do you disagree with that? you think he's, his race was run? A hundred percent agree. I mean, the... Um, I can't remember which shot it was. It was the one that we um, went off the post. Yeah. And I just think he was so far back and not where he should have been initially when Cantwell got that chance. He didn't put any effort to move back into position to get in front of goal to look possibly for the rebound off of Hearts and if he saved it. Or I just I, I think he's causing problems all over and making other players hesitate and second guess with a pass that they should do. And it's not, I just think he's causing quite a good bit of it. I mean, how many chances are you supposed to get? It's like when you said a minute ago, Michael Wilson, maybe this is what I'm going to get out of this game. How many chances are you going to get that you just don't turn up? Yeah, well, funny, funny you say that because I had a look, Gordon. Alfredo Morelos has played 43 times for Rangers this season. Mm-hmm. And I don't get to watch every week the way Barry and other fans do that pay their money. So I'd be interested to know, out of 43, how many... Genuinely good performances Would be in that 43 And I don't mean days where you think Oh he looks a little bit better And he looks a little bit back to himself And he scored Look he scored 12 goals in that time 43 games I wonder how many of them You would consider That was a good That was a good Alfredo Morelos yeah. performance I, I, I would probably Are we say, talking under 10? Yeah Are we talking... I, I, would, I would imagine so Gordon I don't think a lot of Rangers fans Will come on and defend them I think we're And it's easy to see now And let me Actually after a game It's easy to sit here And say oh, I'd have done X, Y and Z I look at Rangers And I think they've missed The biggest trick in the world With both Morelos and Ken They should have been Out of Ibrox When they had a bit of Potential selling you look at the money that they're got to lose on them now. You look at what they've contributed lately to the mm. club and the, the team, and it's not been but anywhere you good enough. You would have played them today. I start, yeah, because I don't think there's anything else at this moment in time well, better in the well, building. There you are. Maybe that maybe that's the problem, Barry. Because you can, if you can put a number on it, fair play to you. Out of those forty-three, how many good uh, performances has there been? But is there anyone better? Is that is that part of the the recruitment problem as well? Maybe not so much better at the moment, right? He's not the only person, though. I mean, when Matondo came on, when Sakala came on, there was a bit of fight and gut, and we took the game to them. There was no effort of any way, shape, or form. We had nothing to lose today. Nothing to lose and save a little bit of face. Did not give Celtic a treble today. And the first half was abysmal, and it was the same at the last, at the, the final at Hamden. The first half was atrocious, and then come out the second half and take, it, take the game to them. And then they look a lot better. I don't understand why they can't just do that for the offset. It's and 
they played they played the same tactics as they did with the final as well. In the first half, why did they never push the ball up? Why did they never attack? When I mean they're shutting down the ball, they 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 win a free kick or a throw in, and they pass it back. They play out from a goal kick as well, and just cause ourselves so much trouble with Hatati and Jota and, and Kyogo and all that. All they do is press. I mean, about a dozen times today, um, Goldson was so lucky he never got caught out. It's, they're, they're causing their own problems for themselves. Some it's, very interesting comments here. Barry, I think you'll be interested in this about the, the future, um, generally, and on Kent and Morelos from Michael Beale. Some are fighting for their futures, obviously, and we have to play the games in front of us. It's a big weight and responsibility wearing the shirt for Rangers. It's a huge privilege as well. But I think it's also obvious that we're getting to, to the summer and there's going to be some change. If you haven't heard any news now around certain players, it would be um, a miss not to be keep asking the same questions because if you don't hear anything then, and people's contracts are running out, it probably gives you a good indication there's change in the air. So in the summer, there will be some fresh faces coming in. There'll be renewed energy, renewed ideas with some of the boys that we've got now, of course. And we'll have to do better, all of us. Kent and Morelos will have made their last appearance for Rangers at hand. Possibly, yeah. Well, I'll take that. Possibly, so, in, sounds, sounds like more than possibly. Possibly in manager speak means yes. But I'm, I'm just going to get today out of the way. Why would they stay? Why should they stay? But it is a gross mistake of corporate governance that you have players who could have gone at one time for tens of millions of pounds and they're walking out the door free, gratis and for nothing I'd need to listen back Barry but we obviously hear from Michael Beale a lot and it feels like there's a shift because up until now you know he's saying that they're, they're speaking and you know things are ongoing and all that sort of stuff but he's now basically saying well if you've not heard that they're signing a new deal that, that might tell you the way things are heading Is, was that your understanding as well? Yeah look yeah, but that, that's what it sounds like. But to me, them coming out, I'm saying that now. I mean, I think they've just been given so many chances. I mean, underperformed and not put any effort in over all this time. They've still been put on straight away, first place, no matter how bad they're playing. I just think they should be benched and give them a chance, make them fight for the position. Maybe they might get something better out of them. I just think it's they could have done that a long time ago. I think they could have they gave them too many chances, and it just it's it's hurt, isn't it? it causes where we are now Thank you very much to Barry In the West End Ange Postacoglu Has been speaking to us as well And you will hear from him next After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson Hugh Evans, And Gordon Diel Are here You're about to hear From the man Who is closing in On the treble It's Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans Delighted with his Body of work so far and he looks like he could add to it. Here's what he had to say after beating Rangers. Really proud of the group. Uh, you know, we had to earn it today, which, as you should, in a, in a semi-final. And, uh, you know, we kind of knew what was at stake. And, you know, Rangers, kind of, this was their last opportunity to sort of, you know, gain some success as well. So we knew it was going to require all the facets of our game. And uh, I thought we did that. You know, we played our football when we needed to. We... Uh, we defended you know, really strongly when we needed to and, and throughout it all, just underpinned by just the unbelievable work ethic this group of players has. And, um, you know, they, they found a way to overcome the challenge again and it's a credit to them. I mean, you know, I get the narrative, we'll be lucky again, but that's all right, you know, we just keep winning games of football and um, we defended, I thought we defended really well. You know, there was a lot of balls coming in the box and I thought two centre-halves are outstanding. Um, the work rate of our front players, um, I mean, days of my eight, it was, was incredible, particularly in the first half. And uh, I said, you have to earn these things. And uh, I was really pleased that this team showed that they can be resilient as well as uh, play the football that we know we can. Hugh, it's par for the course. It is just one of those things that the bad position that a team finds themselves in the post-mortem, it sometimes rings the loudest. But, I mean, how much more praise can you give Ange Postacoglu in the job he's doing? Incredible uh, He is 90 minutes away from becoming truly an iconic figure in Celtic's history When you join Jockstein, Martin O'Neill, Brendan Rodgers On a particular platform as a treble winner You have truly made an indelible mark on a club's history And he has done that And he's even immersed himself 
In the madness of Glasgow Because he said there I get the narrative Celtic will be called lucky But he paid tribute To the work ethic of the side To the outstanding performance Of Carter Vickers and Starfelt And he looks like someone Who is so keen To continue The rebuilding of Celtic And take it into the European sphere uh, he, he'll want Champions League And see what he can do With this group of players He, If that narrative is out there I don't think it will happen in here Mark Wilson I'm not sure It's got anything to do with luck Celtic's defensive performance Was immaculate Yeah I was outstanding today And quite often We'll, we'll praise on the On the attackers On the midfielders For Some outstanding football But today I thought Defensively you know, outstanding. Alistair Johnson, up until he has to go off injured, terrific. Took Rangers danger man at the game. Ryan Kent, no problem at all. Had to go at the other end. But the two centre halves were outstanding. Don't want to steal the thunder too much because I think Martin and Kilmarnock wants to praise the defensive effort from Celtic. Martin, take it away. Yeah, I was just uh, listening to Mark earlier on uh, talking about how basically Rangers, Rangers really didn't offer much. It was it was more kind of long. They were limited to long range shots and. Diagonal balls Which I thought We really Dealt with uh, Pretty effectively um, A couple I was listening to the show A couple of weeks ago And they were talking about a, I think it was maybe Before the The League Cup final mm-hmm. I think it was Marvin, Marvin Bartley And Cammy Bell Were on And they were talking about A combined team And they said they would pick uh, James Taverney uh, At right back I, I, I genuinely think See over last season the, the amount of goals They've conceded To Celtic He's probably been at fault For maybe about Seven or eight of them If you actually go And look back um, And as I've just heard Mark saying there Alistair Johnson Until he went off injured Was Was, was quite comfortable um, And Ralston Also come on And, and deputised Pretty well So um, Yeah I just thought The full, full defence today um, Even though Celtic Weren't at their best Full defence Was Was uh, you know, every one of them. And Carl Starfelt's another one that gets a lot of, you know, he gets a lot of stick sometimes. Um, but I just, I don't think anything gets by him. He wins everything in the air, deals everything that he needs to in the ground. Maybe his passing ability is not the best at times, but he's a stick out, I think, every week. Um, didn't, didn't do much wrong on the ball today, Mark, either, you have to say. He was terrific in possession. Now I'm usually his biggest critic in possession because I think that is his weakness and he has to get better at that. And I've got every sympathy with him being a right footer playing at left side centre half. Um, but today, you know, he had that confidence to step in front of Morelos time and time again and start attacks, never mind stop them in his own box. But anything that was asked of him defensively, crosses put in the box, he was there. Him and Carter Vickers' head was on at first. So as a partnership, um, they've been terrific. Um, the league table tells you that The goals conceded yeah. Tells Hugh, you that the, This was a, a, an injured Carl Starfield today yeah, yeah. Ange Postacoglu In fact I'll just I'll play it quickly I know Martin won't mind Listening uh, to the manager again Just to give you the From the horse's mouth So to speak Yeah he hasn't put a foot wrong Since we signed him And um, uh, you know, him and Carl As a partnership You know I could be wrong But they, I don't think they still lost uh, Domestically You know They're, they're an outstanding pair they, they really work hard together and uh, and Cameron has, has keeps growing as a player as a leader within the group um, that's his last game for us so he'll he'll get his uh, you know he needs to get his injury looked at now so you know that'll be it for him this season you know but he wanted to play today sort of was trying to push for him to have it done a bit earlier but um, I'm scared of him so I just let him <laughs> do what he wants and um, yeah he, he was keen on playing today and he put in a performance that um you know, befits his standing at our football club and, uh, you know, it's a credit to him. What does that say about Cameron Carter-Vickers, Martin? Yeah, he's, he's absolutely a standout. He's, I, I've said it before and people maybe laugh at me, but uh, see, when, when Virgil van Dijk was at Celtic, there was a lot of mistakes in his game. Um, and I'm not saying he's in the same level as van Dijk because obviously he's he's kind of went up a few levels since he left Celtic, but I think as a, an out-and-out defender, Personally, he's he's up there. He's obviously, as I said, he's not going. He might not go to the same mm-hmm. levels as Van Dijk has, but I, I, I think he's reliable. Doesn't never puts a foot wrong. Never looks flustered. Uh, outstanding. Interesting really? dimension now to the the remainder of the season for Celtic because they still have five league games to play. They still need to officially become the champions, and they have a cup final to play. And there'll be no Carter Vickers. Uh, I would imagine there'll be no Alistair Johnson Given that he was on crutches at the end of the game today uh, So Kobayashi will need to come in at Tynecastle Next Sunday 
and for the cup final. Um, and we'll see what happens at fullback, whether the, it's Anthony Ralston or whatever else mm. the manager's got under his, his hat. But um, it's an interesting finish to the season in that respect. It's a glimpse into the future where Kobayashi is concerned. How key is Cameron Carter Vickers to the Celtic team, Gordon? Oh, massive. And, and we've seen that today. Um, you know, when he's called upon, he stands up there. He was absolutely brilliant. He went toe to toe against Morelos. I think that what the manager says is right. He's found a very good partnership. I've always been surprised. I can see why, but I've always been surprised that the one scapegoat at times is Starfelt. I thought he was brilliant today as well. And in most of the big games, Starfelt's really stood up to the challenge of anyone. So that's a great partnership going forward. The two of them complement each other. But just in occasions today when Rangers looked like they had a grip of the game, maybe try and get back in, try and take the game to Celtic, every time that ball came in the box, Carter Vickers or Starfelt just defended it brilliantly. We love a good comparison, Mark. I don't know. Martin's admitting himself. No idea whether Cameron Carter Vickers has the same ceiling that Virgil van Dijk has, but in terms of importance to the team, um, the the way the Celtic fans feel about him, I mean, it, it's it's right up there, isn't it? Yeah, the stature he's got, um, how easy he makes things look as well. That's the big thing with Virgil van Dijk when he was at Celtic. Everyone used to comment how easy he would make defending look. I think Carter Vickers, to agree with Martin on that point, is of that same mould that he makes everything look simple. Always seems to be in the right position at the right time. And that's a good thing for a defender to have. If you've got that in your locker, then um, you, you're certainly onto something. Um, but he's crucial to the Celtic team. And it shows you how crucial he is. Because Ange Postacoglu allowing him to go now for his surgery or whatever he needs... Mm-hmm. Means that he's got his eye on the start of next season And important European games He'd rather him back for that than this running well, Speaking of Virgil van Dijk Here's your tenuous link and Rangers fans, this is all I've got for you this afternoon I, I don't think it'll make you feel any better But at least you're not a Spurs fan oh. I don't know I don't know if that'll wash Because they're th- you're three, oh, they are 3-0 down at Anfield And they were 3-0 down within 14 minutes Sundays are not for Tottenham Because they lost 6 at Newcastle last Sunday they're three down now We're only a quarter of the way through the game And they look good for losing another six right, We're nearly out of time Martin So I'll just give you the floor to Give us your last bit of praise for your team uh, uh, Just as you were saying there I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Kobayashi Getting a run in the team um, Maybe change things up for the um, Towards the end of the season But um, yeah I'm just uh, hoping next season We actually start turning up in these uh, big games Because that's three games running against Rangers We've not really played too clever But We've not really needed to, have we? Well, here's the Alistair Johnson injury update, actually. Yeah, he's a sore one, obviously, him coming off. Um, you know, he uh, wouldn't come off unless it was a, a significant one, but we'll wait and see. Um, he was throwing the crutches around the end of the game, so uh, I'm sure he'll feel it tomorrow, but we'll see how he goes. Well, Time will tell. Yeah, he's a smashing player. You know, it's been another... He's g- becoming a favourite of yours, I can Yeah, yeah, it. Johnson, you know, he's yet to play 20 games for Celtic and every time he plays against Rangers in particular, which is the game in our country, uh, he's outstanding and he was outstanding today until the injury happened. I just think he's been a terrific buy and uh, I think Ange Postacoglu would hope that he'd be there at Tynecastle next Sunday when the league could finally be... Officially won by Celtic You're right 18 appearances for Celtic so far And um, Kind of feels like he's been there forever Gordon. Yeah. yeah Good habits as a kid Growing up um, <laughs> I had to get that in um, He's been terrific Nobody talks about Juranovic now And we knew how good he was He's been absolutely brilliant for Celtic And he'll only get better Loves the big games Loves the Loves the challenge against the wingers And obviously get the better of Ryan Kent But uh, He's been a fantastic signing for Ange Postecoglou. Go on then, sum it all up for us today. Uh, fantastic if you're in the Celtic camp. Uh, one game away from a treble. Rangers, a lot of work to done, be done. Disappointing. Once again, switched off, get punished. But congratulations to Celtic. Semi-finals are all about winning the game and getting into the final and they achieved that. You played in some good Celtic teams, Mark. You've watched many. How do you feel about this oh. current group and sum up today? Right up there with the best for me and found a different way to win. Usually going on about the flamboyant, free-flowing, attacking football, but today relied heavily in a back four that stood resolute and Anthony Ralston coming in to bolster that. 
How can you stop this Celtic team When they find other ways to win Well that is the challenge for Championship side Inverness On June the 3rd And it is quite a challenge Hugh If you were to round it all up today How would you sum it up? There is a formula When Celtic play Rangers Celtic find a way Whether they are playing at their Maximum ability or not And they found it again today The formula Includes Rangers being defensively lax And they were today Unless you find an antidote To the formula You're in big bother Michael Beale knows that Get the date in your diary June the 3rd Celtic play Inverness In the Scottish Cup final It will either be The completion of a treble For Ange Postacoglu's side Or it will be one of The history making days In Scottish football We'll look forward to it There's plenty more football To be played before then Of course we go back To the post split fixtures This week We'll have all the fallout From this game tomorrow And it might just run on a bit longer as well So make sure you join us Tomorrow night 6 o'clock The usual slot Once the dust has settled We can look back on all With a bit more composure perhaps And up next is the UK Chart Show